Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Finally coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. The world is ending. For Dodgers fans, what is going on, Dodgers Nation? This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. This is a live stream. You're now home with Dodgers Nation and our fine friends at Jim Beam. Please do drink responsibly, and you're going to need to drink on this Thursday because everybody's hurt. Our pets' heads are falling off. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. But I am real FRG on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the threads, because that's a thing now. And that is DMAC underscore LA on all the things. Did you finally start a threads? I have not started the threads. I'm still waiting out. I mean, I thought you did. I, I'm in the process. Yeah. Well, Find me on threads. I, Twitter for life. Forget threads, okay? Twitter for life. I might not have I that option. I don't need a Facebook operated. Social media platform. You're a hater. That's all you he, are. Right? No threads for me. Such a hater. Twitter hates, for you know life. What? Twitter till I die. That, that comment is worthy I still have of my MySpace, a, though. I still have my MySpace. Dog. Dodger dog of the game. You got that oh, sorry, dog in you? Yeah. Wrong, I got that Dodger dog in me. Well, guys, there's been a whole lot of stuff dropping. Luckily, we had some technical issues, and Cody became our savior. So thank you for popping in when uh, he was unexpected to. Cody is a legend. Drop drop a, a super chat in the, in the stream <laughs> for Cody. And also, we can hear the music now when people do super, super chat. So that's going to be like, don't, don't, hey, don't, don't you give, don't you give the milk away for free. All right. But um, there are bullpen woes and it, get, it gets a whole lot worse because now we learn um, within the last half hour, Daniel Hudson has a knee issue again. So he will be out. Yancy Almonte is the final final dude to have a baby this year or to be part of the experience of making a baby. And then uh, his wife produced a baby. Bruce Dar is on the fence about at this point whether or not uh, he's going on the I.L. And then there's also the state of the starting pitching, which has led to a lot of the bullpen issues. There's just a whole lot of things going on. So we're going to jump into it. We're going to get to your comments as we can. Cody will be on the lookout uh, for for uh, big time stuff there. Um we also got to remind you, if you want to keep up with all the Dodgers news as it's happening, download the Dodgers Nation app. It is in your app store. It's on the iOS. It's on the Android. Dodgers Nation app. Dodgers app. Just search Dodgers or search Dodgers Nation on any of your app stores. We are literally the number one Dodgers app in your app store. But, hey, bullpen. <sighs> Daniel Hudson out again. Sprained MCL in his right knee which is the knee that did not get surgically repaired last year. Um, the way Dave was talking about it, things not looking very good. Dodgers are hopeful he could return this year. Doug, um, obviously we, we all learned about it together. We're still processing what's going on and what this all means, but give us a little download, a little digest about the, uh, the uh, Daniel Hudson situation. Yeah, just the next in a long line of injuries this season. Can the baseball gods stop giving the Dodgers their toughest battles? We know it's injury after injury. And, of course, Daniel Hudson, he's supposed to be the guy that's going to come back and solidify this bullpen, be their high-leverage guy, be their closer, a setup guy possibly with Evan Phillips. You saw he worked his way last night after the bases loaded, was able to find a way to get that save first time since 2020 in June. So, I mean, 2022, June 8th. So, I mean, we're talking about a guy that was crying, basically was choked up, and it happened the second to last pitch of the game for him. And it's just really unfortunate because this is a guy that was supposed to help this team. And unfortunately, those knees are probably made of glass to a certain extent. And look, the good news is, I will say, if you want to look at the Mitch Lotta half full, a little positive silver lining is the bright side is that it's a sprain and not a tear. But I still think if Dave Roberts is saying, quote, quite some time, yeah. that means a significant amount. <clears throat> we're talking probably months. Where we we here always appreciate the Mitch Lotta half full. We appreciate the positive thinking, but there is no positive thinking in this situation. Uh, it is going to be months. Uh, it is a sprain, so it's at least you know something's a little torn ish. It's not a, a. It's not a. We don't know what the grade of the the sprain is, and I'm sure he knew. You know, if he's if he's crying about the situation, and he had you know he had a, a bourbon toast with. Um, uh, I think it was uh, Josh Bard, bullpen coach, a uh, bullpen, uh, yeah, bullpen coach. Um, I think he kind of knew something is off. And uh, man, 
you know, I hate to say it, but with, with Dan Hudson, it's kind of the second coming of like, uh, uh, this is wish.com Darren Dreifert, man. Just injury after injury. Weird things keep happening. But that is a massive blow for this bullpen that just got it, just got him back. Three outings, no runs scored on him yet. You know, walked the tightrope and sprained his knee to give it up. Walked the tightrope last night uh, against the Pirates. Um, how do you come back from that? And then again, more dudes out. You know, Bruce Dar might be out. Yancey Almonte is going to be out. You know me. You guys know me. I'm whatever about the Almonte situation. If he's pitching games in October, I will have a real problem right now. He's a 162 guy. But but talk more about these guys and just the overall impact on all of this uh, is going to have on the bullpen. What with three four weeks until the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, this is an absolute gut punch. I mean, this takes the air out of this Dodgers bullpen that had some momentum. Like Dave said, that Hudson was the adult in the room, right? He was the guy who was going to solidify, yeah. uh, not just on the mound, but also in that bullpen as a leader. And bullpen really, guys were really happy to get him back. They're really excited to get him back because exactly, they yeah. kind of admitted they did not have that voice. There wasn't him. There was not Dave, uh, uh, David Price. You know, there was not these kind of veteran dudes that have been through every aspect of the game in their career to be there so they kind of had to learn together to grow up yeah no i think that that's absolutely true and i also want to say that i think a lot of this falls on this dodgers organization because at some point you have to be realistic i mean hope leads to delusion i think this front office has been largely delusional for a lot of players, you look at Blake trying last year, look at Daniel Hudson, you talk about the injuries. Jeff Passer wrote a great book called The Arm that talks about and illustrates the issues that he's gone through where he goes from a starting pitcher to a reliever, the Tommy Johns. I mean, Murphy's Law should just be called Hudson's Law because what can <laughs> go wrong will go wrong with Daniel Hudson. It's unfortunate because he is effective. I mean, the fastball was playing. He was going to have a, a big impact. And you talk about some of the other pieces. Yancy Almonte, he's a guy, he's looked better of late, but still, is he a guy you trust in the postseason? Bruce Dar Gratterall. I've never been the biggest Bruce Dark Gratterall fan. So, yeah, you got the injuries on top of ineffectiveness. So yeah. you combine those two. There's a reason why this is historically the worst Dodgers bullpen in recent memory, in the history, really, of this entire franchise. And really what I'm looking at now is Andrew Friedman. We're going to find out early on. Is he going to be proactive or is he going to be reactive? He's going to go out there and try to make a move to say, hey, I'm not going to wait till the deadline. I'm not going to wait till this special right on MLB Network when you're leading up and you just kind of wait with your popcorn and pins and needles for it trade for a Chris Martin last minute no you wait you have to get ahead of the game and say I'm going to set the market if you want to have any hope because to count on all these AAA guys to come up and have success it's unrealistic I mean yeah. Phil Bigford getting significant time he is the highest ERA of any Dodge reliever since the beginning of last season so at some point there is too many leaks in the boat that you can't plug them all before you start to sink and that's i think the big question right now is it is it we're still going all in on this team because the lineup is there You're talking about a team that has five all-stars a team that's just a game and a half back yeah. in their division and really like we've talked about on the show you get a ticket to the dance you have a chance to win it all but at some point you're gonna have to pay up with some prospect capital to really get those reinforcements everybody in baseball knows that this team has the seventh worst er bullpen era in the league heading into this thursday game Every GM knows about the guys they have at AAA. There is going to be a significant tax, uh, a higher Dodger tax than I think we've ever seen. Like in in 18, yeah, they paid a lot. Andrew paid a lot to go and get Manny Machado, but they were all maybe 15 to 20 range guys on the prospects list. Um, you look at... You know, Scherzer and Trey Turner, yeah, you got two of the best players in the league for your top two prospects, but you were you were pretty good in that department prospects-wise when it's one starter and one catcher when you have a boatload of catchers. Last year, the team was incredible, and yeah, they were able to go and get, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Chris Martin for scraps, you know. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony uh, Stark built it in the, cat, you know, <laughs> yeah. the cave with a box exactly. of scraps. yeah. So if if this is going to be the team that I love that line, by the way, um, if this is going to be the team that you expect to do well in October with what they have right now. Don't expect them to do well. This is all you're setting yourself up for is heartbreak. And uh, hey, let's go, Texas Rangers. Cody, you got anything uh, for us on the chat there, bud? Yeah, we have a lot of comments. Actually, a lot of people are saying, you know, prayers up for Daniel Hudson. It he, sucks, man. It's really it's it devastating. It does suck. Really um, one of the good dudes in baseball. Roy Estrada said, unfortunately, time is up. And I think he's referring to you, Doug. The Dodger front office has been waiting for the Otani situation, but we can't wait any longer. The boat is taking in water and ready to sink. I think he meant tanking. Ta tanking. 
No, the boat is taking in water. Taking in water. Oh, yeah. taking it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, good yeah. comment. That, good, that is good comment. You know what? I'm going to make that an early Hornitos oh. shot taker of the day because this boat is taking in water. And uh, they, they don't have any, uh, uh, what's that, that stuff? The, the slap fixed guy that fixes a boat. Yeah. And they, what the hell do they call that uh, thing? You know, the tape. Tape. Uh, flex tape. Flex, flex tape. tape. He does not tape. have enough flex tape to turn a screen door into a boat. And then before yeah. we get to some of the fun stuff, um, a lot of people are saying, um, B. Guzman said, can Koufax pitch still? <laughs> get Hanser Alberto. Hey, if you have a baseball Russell glove, Martin. you can throw a baseball. A report to 1000 Vince Scully Avenue practices at eight. I mean, at this yeah. point, we need anyone we can get. But I think at the, in the long term, I do think that this is a little bit of, hey, I mean, you look at a couple of different ways. Is the front office being a little exposed? I mean, some of these reclamation projects, they're not all going to work out. I think it's a learning lesson for this organization. If you look at, I think, on a deeper issue, I mean, do you look at that pitch clock violation? If you do look at, are the is the pitch clock leading to more injuries? injuries? I mean, yeah. things like that. But I think all in all, these are guys that have dealt with injuries throughout their careers and guys that, yeah, from a year to year basis, a lot of them have been volatile, not all the guys you can actually trust. So, yeah, it's coming to rear and, you know, bite them in the. As I say, it, well, yeah, definitely biting them right now. Uh, bullpen wise, it's not really injuries. Like, yeah, we have Dan Hudson. That's the situation there, but it's been ineffectiveness. So maybe that's sort of the pitch clock situation combined with the, uh, uh, the lack of, or the restriction on the shift. But really, they're just, there's just too many dudes that are not very good and got very exposed this year. Give me more. Um, I muted myself again. Um, this guy. We have, a, we have a few people saying uh, the Dodgers are oh so finished. Um, they're asking for the all-star break coming up soon just because everyone's getting hurt. Um, Need but that break. On a more exciting note, we have two super chats. Oh, we can hear it. Hey, now my fist bump goes to the music. I'm sure these people just thought I had no rhythm because uh, I couldn't hear the music, but now we can hear the music. Hey, hashtag demonetization. <laughs> Noah Ortega for 199 said, It's DMAC's turn to have a baby. Thanks for the music. What? Well, that is very questionable. Whoa, another? <laughs> and then Kevin Uhas for $2 said, Prove it you, or prove you hear it. How oh. do we prove that? I, think I, I just did. We Dude, just we're did. We're pumping yeah. like it's uh, like I'm Pauly D at the Jersey Shore, baby. Come on, come on now, come Is this on. Really? My hey guys, it's happy 2008. Happy 2008. I think it you was. don't watch the clips on TikTok. It's popping. No. I don't, oh, what Pauly D? Yeah, they're the I Jersey only, Shore clips. I only thread, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be your thing. The threading, uh, threading I the needle. Yeah, there's just too, there's too many of those. Yeah. I gave up on the social media a while ago. There's just you can find Clint Basias <laughs> on MySpace and Yelp. Hey, my MySpace. Hey, Doug, would I be in your top eight? Be for real. You'd be number one, baby. Why are you lying? With a bullet. Tom is number with a one. bullet. Tom is not. You, you, were, can, you can He get said. That he said. Thing. He said. Na oh, so this is for people that want Dodgers talk. We're sorry about this, but he he mentioned Napster. Uh, yesterday was that yesterday? And uh, I was yeah. like, I had no idea what, yeah, Napster, you know what was. Napster was. Oh yeah, you guys were here. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Huh? Yeah. Like Anyways, yeah. was Noah here yesterday too? No, I wasn't. Oh, well. Just us three. Uh, just Must us be three. nice. But yeah, no, I mean, look, I mean, back to Dodgers Noah talk. Get to make his own schedule. <laughs> back to Dodgers talk. Uh, the other thing, again, we talked a little bit. We talked around Yancy Almonte, but yeah, he is the the final of the dudes to go out on paternity. Nothing huge there. I mean, he'll miss the next couple. He'll be back uh, after the the All-Star break, which, again, yeah, I agree with whoever said it in the comments. That cannot come soon enough. And then right now, you know, we got to see. So if anybody sees it in here while it's going on uh, or if something happens, we're on Bruce Dar Watch. And with that, we're also on Landon Knack Watch, um, Top one of the Dodgers' top prospects. He's what, like nineteen, or I don't even yeah. know where he's at on the prospects list anymore. He was more highly regarded. Was he was selected after uh, Bobby Miller in the twenty twenty draft? But he has had a really good year so far in twenty twenty three. Was promoted to Triple A. He's got some time there. He was supposed to start tonight, but they had to pull him back because things are so dire for this pitching staff. And um, so. I, I, I we don't want to see we don't want to see Landon Knack get added to the roster we don't want to see him make his major league debut because that also means another guy is out uh you know with a bazooka Bruzar Gratterall which you know keep us so um I, I, I had to get I had to do it to him but also at the same time you can kind of get away with it because it might be one one day 
uh, maybe two days. There's only three games left as of the time we're recording uh, or we're live here before the All-Star break. Uh, Anaheim is falling apart even, I don't know if worse, but they're falling apart on par with, with the Dodgers at the moment or probably a little bit worse. Uh, things are so bad, Noah Syndergaard is an option to be activated tomorrow. Uh, you look at this, and, and we are going to transition into talking about the starting rotation because that really is the root of most of the problems of this very overworked bullpen. An overworked bullpen is going to have injuries and all that um, tonight. And yeah, if people are watching this or listening to us later. Uh, it's not going to be, or people are going to know how it goes, but this is like the probably the most important start of the year for Julio Urias because he, uh, he's been kind of dumpy of late. <laughs> Uh, over his last uh, whatever four or five starts and then coming back from the IL and got dinked around like we already talked about but he needs to give him five six seven ten innings tonight yeah no a hundred percent I mean Julio Urias if he can come back and look anything like the guy he looked like last year he can go a long way but it's going to take more than just Julio Urias I mean it's going to take more than just a Noah Syndergaard and really that's kind of been the big issue for this Dodgers rotation is they're not getting the length I mean you're talking about a starting rotation that's 23rd in all of Major League Baseball in innings pitch that is not what this organization has been built on they, the foundation has been going deeper into games getting you quality starts I was impressed by Bobby Miller last night to still give up four runs but still go five and two thirds because he knew how taxed this bullpen has been but yeah when it comes to Julio Arias I think that he's going to be fine I truly believe that Julio is one of the pitchers that I'm not as worried about because I just think for him it's just about working up in the zone kind of finding the edges there I mean if you look at his pitch mix it's not far off as far as the velocity as far as the spin rate for him just kind of getting back to who he was and I fully anticipate that he's going to be one of the rocks of this starting rotation but yeah I mean kind of going back to Landon Knack a little bit and yeah you're gonna have to make a roster move there but you really just kind of need warm bodies at this point and guys that hey we're in the chapter, we're in the era of Dodger baseball where we're almost content with an outing where you're going five to six innings and giving up four-plus runs and hoping this offense can explode, hit two or three home runs, and walk away and escape with a victory. But I got news for you last night. Twice bases loaded, no outs. That usually is going to be a disaster, right? But yeah. they, it was a high-wire act, and they escaped from that. So, yeah, as far as Julio Arias, I think it's going to be just fine. It's He's one of the least of my worries. I think from a health perspective, that's what I'm looking at. I'm more worried about Clay and Kershaw being healthy than I am about Julio Arias. And also, I think Tony Gonson's the other guy. His velocity where it is. I'm more concerned about him. And then kind of going back to uh, Noah Syndergaard, you're talking about an ERA above seven. To kind of bank on him to be a contributor, <laughs> I think body. that's a pipe dream, man. That's a healthy body, man. Yeah, I mean, allegedly. Yeah, that's and we'll see. I mean, they, they uh, what was the news that Doc said about his uh, so, today? So he was supposed to throw a live BP today, three inning simulated game. Uh, they pushed it back to tomorrow in the event that let's say Julio does not have himself a good start and they need to burn another five or six guys in the bullpen tonight, Thursday night, um, then he would be an option to be activated tomorrow. So depending on how this game goes, how Thursday night uh, game turns out and how the bullpen usage turns out, um, he, he could very well be activated. So that's where you you really need cross everything you have. You know, that's that's uh, <laughs> fingers, toes, pinkies. Every, everything I got is crossed that we don't need to see uh, Noah Syndergaard anytime soon. Thank you, Cody, joining in the joining hey, bringing his, his fingers to the fight here. Um, Another thing that makes it even harder heading into Thursday night's game, well, now you know you don't have Dan Hudson. Presumably, uh, Evan Phillips is probably still down. Um, Ryan Brazier, probably not available. They also, oh, we, we didn't mention, they brought back Alex Vesia and Nate Robertson, two guys that aren't good by any stretch of the imagination. They haven't had great seasons, but they're healthy bodies if you see them. Any of them pitching in the ninth, you're not going to feel too good. But um, yeah, it's just it's a really it's a really tough situation for this team. Uh, getting into a couple of comments here, I, I did want to. I see one I wanted to touch on. I think it was uh, uh, for Michael Carrillo. This is for you, Dmac. What if Julio is washed? I just don't think he's washed. I mean, if you look at the metrics, if you look at some of his numbers, it's just for him, it's about command and location. If he gets the command back, he's going to be just fine. I'm not saying he's going to be dominant or win a Cy Young or anything like that, but he is going to be a top three rotation piece. That's what Julio Arias is. For him, it's just getting back to basics as far as 
his pitch mix is concerned, and he's not as far away as I think some of the people see. I mean, I think the injury set him back. I think the balance wasn't there. I think he's another guy who really is adjusting to the pitch clock from a conditioning standpoint, from a rhythm standpoint, and for him, really, when he's missed, it's just he's missing out over the plate. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a guy that his command was more pristine last season. I think that's going to be really the biggest key, so I don't think that he is washed. I also think there's a lot of pressure on the guy. He knows what's at stake as far as being in a contractor. He wants to go out there and step up in a big way. But I also think, too, he's a guy that's going to take on this challenge on a personal level, knowing that, hey, this team has been dropping like flies. It has been an episode of Squid Game. I think at some point, you just put, I got to put a medical tent in the Dodgers dugout for at real. some point for all these injuries. And I, I'm confident he's going to be okay. I think that's not really the big issue here. I think the bigger issue is the length from the other starters. I mean, look at right now. I mean, you have a starting rotation that is banking on two rookies. Your best starter, he's out. He's dealing with a shoulder issue. Tony Gonsolin's been ineffective. Julio and Tony, they've underperformed as a whole. So I think really you're just kind of treading water until you can limp to this all-star break. Hopefully you have a little bit of a reset. You get a little bit of rest and you can start the second half with some momentum. And yeah, I think the offense, they really need to step up. I mean, you talk about Noah Syndergaard, who's going to be on the mound, better score 20 runs just to give yourself a chance. I think we see Noah Syndergaard at some point again. I think they, they really at this point have no choice because uh, I saw a question in the comment asking uh, the latest on Ryan Pepio. They say he's picked up a baseball. We haven't seen anything. There's, there's no... He, I, in a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. At this point, a month would be magical. And yeah, we have other things to talk about. We haven't even touched on Dustin May yet. We haven't touched on the latest with Walker Bueller. Um, so there's more there. Comment as well. Mark says, missing Shelby Miller. Like, that's another one um, that I think hasn't gotten enough love or credit or whatever, uh, or, or uh, Cyber Inc., the importance that Shelby Miller uh, had for this bullpen. And that loss is, is being really felt right now. You know, it was kind of offset with, with uh, Dan Hudson. He got those three outings. But now... We're in a bad spot, uh, which leads to Anthony Keene. Can anyone in the chat pitch? Yeah. So we said earlier, man, get that glove. <laughs> 1,000 Vince Scully yeah, Avenue. Yeah. yeah, where the pitch is at? Where the pitch is at? <laughs> you got anything Shelby else, Cody? Miller, I mean, he's still ways away. I mean, you're talking yeah. about a guy well, that... Well, they said, like, like weeks for him as well with that yeah, neck thing, right? the neck thing, and... I mean, yeah, he's been effective when he's been on the mound at 2-4 ERA. I think Yancy Amante was really good in the month of June. He definitely is has been solid. I think you really it's in a situation where beggars can't be choosers as far as guys going out there on the mound. But really, it's going to come down to this organization. At this point, confident in the internal options to right this ship. You have to go external and be aggressive if you want to go out there and make a move. I have some interesting trade proposals we'll talk about in a little bit. And I think there are some moves out there where you could possibly get a righty bat and a bullpen piece. There's teams out there that have both that could be sellers. And I think if you're serious about winning this season that's the direction you go because look if you, i'm fine hey next half of the season youth movement let the kids play fine we can go that route but don't expect to contend for a world series if they don't go out there and make a big move yeah go for it cody what you got for we me? have a bunch of comments just about what you guys talked about uh maddie man five dodge said i love julio this is this julio i don't recognize um some people are proposing some contracts i i think he's hepatitis c later said i urius want Urias wants to take a one-year deal, $20 million. That would be all right since he might want to have a bounce-back season. Yeah, he is getting into bounce-back back season, season territory. Uh, Manuel Shannon, uh, Julio needs to quit the diet, destroy some street tacos, and do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, like give, the <laughs> give the man with the panza a chance. Huh? Uh, uh, Victor Baño said, key today for Julio, get the first inning clean. Yes. Uh, Justin Lama said, Urias' price tag went from 200 million to 150 million to now probably 80 million and then it was like i was like more than that and then some people are commenting back said julio when your deal 25 million and some people said that boris would never or no shot boris only gets julio 80 million i mean you have to look at his last start they weren't looking for him to go six innings they're hoping to get three or four innings out of julio and after that first inning he settled down he was fine in that first inning you're talking about a lot of bloop singles and he just wasn't able to finish guys off you got a one two counts you got to go with that slurve got to go with that cutter and that was the big difference with julio arias was 
Last season, he would get in that count, get ahead in the count, and you would see the cutter, you would see the slurve, you would see fastballs up in the zone, and that's where he lived. You just haven't seen that this season. So, yeah, Julio, I look for him to go out there, have a really, really nice start. I think he puts his team on his back. I think you get five, six innings out of Julio, maybe two runs or less, and really got to limit those home runs, too. That's been an issue for him. But the Urias, he's focused as far as the contract. I still think he's somewhere in $150 million range because you consider his age. He's 27 years old. He's going to be under a lot of team control, and Boris is going to get him a pretty big bag because lefty starters, they come at a premium. Yeah. Um, we're seeing uh, we're seeing in the chat some folks having potentially audio issues. Not sure. We're seeing other folks say they aren't. Uh, Interesting. So somebody said they refreshed their stream and they're okay. Uh, if you, you guys want, me? go ahead and do that, and we are going to move on because uh, we got to talk the starting pitching side of things. We already kind of are with the Julio situation, but uh, the big thing that dropped, uh, not a very festive 4th of July for folks because – Dustin May, his arm is dead again. Um, the, the PRP didn't work in the elbow or the forearm, so he has to have surgery. It's going to be out for the rest of the year, probably out till mid next year at very best. But it is a flexor pronator strain or flexor pronator mass. They're redoing his elbow or basically redoing his elbow. He also has to have a revision to the Tommy John, which is borderline Tommy John, but not as, I guess, you know, knee deep or whatever. You know, we've seen that in the past with somebody like Rich Hill in the offseason of 2019. He had the, they call primary revision uh, surgery, but, you know, when Dustin May went down, uh, I was I was I was hopeful, but I was realistic. I did not expect him to be back anytime before August, if at all. And it turns out it's the if at all. Um, the the hits just keep on coming, man. This this team is a Jackson Five. The hits keep on coming, and they're all well. Jackson Five was good. These are all bad. This is yeah. ABBA. Yeah. Does that work? ABBA? More, more Tito's than <laughs> more Tito's than Michael Jackson's in that bullpen. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. I'll he tell you that saved much. me. I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't. Hey, I don't want to upset the ABBA people. I know Selena's watching. She gets down with a with ABBA, so I apologize to you. Dr. Anana. <laughs> there you go. But uh, thoughts on the on the Dustin May situation? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming you talked touched on it a little bit. I thought on. of my knees. I was gutted, and I was, uh, you know, as well as the Michael Scott. No, please, no, God, no. I mean, no, I was absolutely. No. I was just sad because this is a guy that he has the potential to be a frontline starter. When he's on, his stuff is as nasty as any pitcher in Major League Baseball. First thing I thought was he's the Dodgers version of Jacob DeGrom. He is the Dodgers version of Jacob DeGrom where it's undeniable. The talent is undeniable. Yeah. The movement on the two seam. You know, I say it moves more than military family. You know, I coined Dustin Mania. That's how high I was on this guy. But also, you talk to people out there. You talk to people that know pitching, scouts, coaches. I mean, they'll tell you that delivery is violent too violent the mechanics they're not refined enough to sustain that and his elbow is just not meant to throw 100 mile per hour sinkers for six and seven innings so that really is the big issue so there's a comment right here uh it said he is he a future closer and it seems like maybe you need to consider him for a bullpen hey dan hudson was a starter yeah and he back to back blew out his elbow uh, blew it out in the game, blew it out trying to come back as part of what the arm was based on. You mentioned exactly. the Jeff Passan uh, yeah. book, whatever those things are. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, this is another one of those devastating blows in just a year that's been hit after hit for this team for the greater part. Yeah, the starting lineup has stayed healthy, but man, to have this kind of, you know, these kind of pitching woes, the years I've been watching this team and like really into it, I've never seen anything like this. This is this is something different, man. Yeah, no, back I mean, in the day too. I'm surprised we haven't heard enough about uh, you know fire the, the Stan Conti should be fired. You know that's what that's oh, what we you see. You know, yeah, the Stan he's not Conti. the guy anymore. But yeah, no, I mean, look, I think just to kind of chew on the idea of him as a closer at some point in his career, I think there is a universe where you say, hey, I want him to have somewhat of a lengthy career, and with that violent motion. A move to the pen, that could be the answer, right? That could be the answer for him long-term. But also, you have seen guys like Nathan Iovaldi. There's guys that have had significant arm surgeries, multiple yeah. serious surgeries, multiple major surgeries, and come back and still resume a career as a starting pitcher. And also, too, on top of that, there's a guy that stuff is filthy, but he's not necessarily a guy that misses bats at an elite level, gets elite punch-outs at a high rate. So I think he still comes back. You see what you can get out of him from a starter. And I think you really sit him down and you pinpoint areas in which you can say, hey, that's 
three-quarter delivery, how do we clean that up? The mechanics, how do you clean that up? Because, like I said, you ask people out there, they were not shocked or surprised one bit at all because of the motion, because of how violent it is. And, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, that typical recovery time, you're talking six to nine months. You're talking about not until next year, summer at the very earliest. And, really, it's just an absolute gut punch to this team. And I think if you're Dustin May, he was emerging. This is a guy that absolutely was yeah, emerging. This was going to be his year. I will say, too, I think it's time for possibly a, the, the last name might be a little bit of – something that's working against him okay twice this happens in may i want to see dust in october right i want to see him the postseason so i don't know if a name changes in order or anything like that but yeah it's just absolutely tragic for dust man and i was absolutely just kind of you know devastated by it but the same token this organization they understand their pitchers better than anyone they know what they have in-house they also know that hey at some point this was something that was a concern yeah, for sure. So let's uh, switch to slightly more positive news, unless we have a few comments you want to dive into. Or should we just get into the pot, more positive side of things? Um, you know, some comments like talking about just people that they can, because you were talking about um, the trade or at the trade deadline, some people are, you know, saying bring back Joe Kelly, Seen Lucas Giolito, yeah. a lot of like comments uh, about a lot of Doug's takes already on the comments look at that yeah look i mean the look, doug army the influencer the I king mean, of la speaks look, I, and everyone listens no i mean true. look i think at this point like the you said doug i think army, you made a, that work? You know, a great army? point earlier when you said that hey they're going to be operating from a position of extremely low leverage teams out there you talk about this dodger tax well you have the dodger tax and on top of that you got the more teams are in it more teams are yeah. in this postseason so you got that and also too are there really needle movers is lucas giolito a needle mover i wouldn't say not necessarily as a frontline guy but he's a guy that right now you would say absolutely if they were starting a, an nlds or an nlcs you'd be one of your one to three starters so yeah. there's that i think though i mean at this point you're possibly looking beyond next season and who's under team control and who you can trust i mean would you go out there and say, hey, what would it take to get a Dylan Cease? Can you combine him with a Graven, with a Middleton, with a Kelly, with a with a possibly a Tim Anderson if you want to throw him at second base and get another bat-to-ball guy? I think really the move is not the one or two-player thing. I think if we've seen in the past that Andrew Friedman is willing to part ways with some top prospect capital if there's value, if you're going if, big, yeah. if there's multiple items. He's going to Costco, <laughs> right? He wants the big <laughs> items, a lot of stuff back, not just the ingredients here or there. So I definitely think there is a world for that. But I also, too, I think there's a very interesting trade with the Mets we could talk about in a little bit. We talk about some of these right-handed bats, so we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options. You really, you know, you've we've talked about it already Monday. You've talked about it all season. Who do you root for? You root for the Dodgers and you root for whoever is playing the, the White Sox right now. You're also kind of rooting for whoever's playing the New York Mets and I mean a bunch of other teams. But those those are the two teams like Stephen Cohen has come out, uh, you know, Mets owner. He's come out and said like, yeah, there's a very strong reality where we do trade. But got to sell, uh, Stephen. We sell. Sell. But, you know, knowing that there's teams like the Dodgers, knowing there's teams like the Angels who want to be in it and they need to be better. Uh, to try to keep Shohei around. The Texas Rangers are kind of floundering right now. My team, the Rangers, let's go. Um, listen, I'm, it's really painful right now with the Dodgers. So It's bad. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm capping, guys. I am capping, as they say. Whoever has that Dodgers <laughs> voodoo doll, I mean, you got to find him and just burn it. I mean, if someone has a Dodger voodoo doll, I mean, this is right up there. I don't know where I, where I would rank it as far as most devastating Dodgers injuries in recent memory, but it's definitely up there. I mean, you talk about the Hanley Ramirez's. You talk about Max Muncie in 2021, losing Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer in 2021. Yeah. I still fully believe that team goes on to win a World Series. How about losing Hyunjin Ryu in 2016? How about losing Corey Seager in 2018? Then, of course, I mean, go all the way back into the Sandy Koufax era. His career ends sooner and, and a little more 30. premature. So, yeah, I mean, this team, the injury bug, this is the next one in a long line of gut punch injuries for this franchise. Yeah, the, the hits keep on coming again, and it's uh, it's it's not it's not ideal. Um, we already touched on the Syndergaard situation, the positive news thing. Uh, it seems like Dave Roberts is a little more okay with slash on board with the idea of Walker Bueller making his return this year, September first, as a starting pitcher. Uh, Walker said that uh, what about a month, month and a half ago? Like that's the time I'm targeting, and I'm targeting that return as a starting pitcher. That day, Dave was told about what Bueller said, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't see that happening." In so many words, things have gotten desperate enough <laughs> where where Dave is like, "Yeah, no, that that uh, that sounds great. If he feels he can do it, and medical feels like he can do it, we are we are all in." 
Um, what what is your like takeaway? The the DMAC persona take away the Michelada half full and all the positive thinking. What the hell can this team actually expect out of Walker Bueller this year? Look, I think that if Walker Bueller is on board, Dave Roberts is on board physically, they're not going to rush him back if they think that he's going to suffer another injury. Because you remember that he's under one more year of team control after this season, right? So if you bring him back prematurely, something goes wrong, that might be the end of Walker Bueller in Dodger Blue, right? So I think you have to consider that as well. I also think you have to consider the circumstances. Will they be contending? But I think still, I mean, can he come back and be a starter? Because that's what he's saying. He's saying he wants to come back and be a starting pitcher. And that absolutely would help this team the most, him as a starter. And if you get anything like 2018, 2020 Walker Buehler, the velocity is back. And that's obviously going to be a major boost to the starting rotation. It would absolutely change the entire complexion because you go into that saying, okay, fine. If we make a trade, then you get Walker Buehler back. If he's 80% of the Walker Buehler we've seen in the past, that's as good as making a trade for 95% of the pitchers that are yeah. going to be made available. So I think it's very enticing. It's intriguing. It's tantalizing. But on the same token, we've read this book. We've seen this movie before. We have been told yeah. guys are going to come back. The Dustin Mays, the Tony Gonsons, the Blake Trinans. But I will say Walker Buehler is different in that he knows his body. He knows what he's capable of. He's very been through this before. So yeah. if there's one guy that could do it, I think it would be him. I just, I just don't want to totally i'll maybe dip my toe into the pool for that right now until i see some more from him but yeah i think that he also realizes that this could be a a small window for this group if he wants another win another world series and he wants to get back on the mound i mean this is a competitor so it's a competitor he's looking good you know he's posting his video updates on on the instagram and all of that when he is throwing off a mound He's very in tune with this team as well. You're seeing him live tweet games. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeesh. Yeah, That's, I love I'm that. I'm telling you, they Double win a World Series this year. I'm getting that Yeesh. tattooed somewhere on yeah. my person. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I don't expect them to. September 1st, that would be 374 days since having the surgery and 448 days since his last time on the mound. So that is significant time, but it's not your typical Tommy John surgery, right? I mean, things were in place. The tendon was in place. They were cleaning up yeah. some things. He said, I mean, my favorite quote, I, I mean, we were talking about this a few months ago. Like, man, that was one of the most in-depth analysis, most revealing, really just detailed analysis of what goes on for a pitcher. And he said, some crazy shit happens to your elbow. Yeah. That's yeah. literally what he <gasps> said. We're cussing D now? Douglas? I, I, this I, is Douglas, a family show. Douglas they said it on cable TV. I was watching a movie on yeah, FX. Can you, can you repeat just, the line and make... and We hold you to a higher standard. I, 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 say, I, it I, again, say it again. I, say it I, again. I shit all the time. Sheet. Okay. I said sheet. No, like... Say it again? Hey, mash that heart button. Mash that thumbs up for Doug. Say it one more time, Doug. Hey, this is... Okay, I thought they... I saw it on cable TV. I was watching... You're good. Bro, say it one more time. FX. Sheet. Sheet. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we derailed them enough. Let's get let's get back on this. Look, other Matt, like Carnivorous says WTF DMAC. What does WTF <laughs> that, stand for? I mean, what okay. the? F oh my Whoa. goodness! All right, guys. you don't so know the facts that casino. you need to shut the f up. All right, anyway, sorry. Continue back. Sorry, guys. We you know it's been a long day for our brains. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, he did. He's like, there's a lot of weird s. I got you. That that went on in there, and he talked about like, yeah, he didn't actually need. The Tommy John, which was weird. He got the Tommy John, as they call it, but it was what bone spurs or there was a, a bone chip essentially shoved sticking in yeah, to his uh, reconstructed ligament. Uh, or I guess it's not really a ligament, but it it's acting as a ligament. You know, it's just it's <laughs> it's just, uh, it's it's his show. He's just a host or whatever <laughs> the hell you say. But uh, but what it do you wasn't think is it wasn't because of violence. It wasn't because of. Uh, the way he threw or anything, you know, crazy. It was just bad luck and, and things come apart with, after that kind of, you know, surgery, throwing, years, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I think... Well explained by me. No, I mean, hey, perfect. I am but, a doctor. But I think, I mean, a couple things we get your take on, though, is, I mean, you read that, uh, the piece he did with The Athletic, it was a few months ago with Fabian, you talk about the zing he would feel with the breaking balls. He said he never felt right. You saw that fastball. I mean, 95, 96 miles per hour. Yeah, 22 that was That was bad. not the Walker Buehler, okay? That was a guy who was pretty much losing a step that was, that at was that a guy. Point. That was a guy guarding. Yeah, he was guarding. guarding. There you go. Yeah, a little bit. No, absolutely. I mean, even you saw the game against the Giants, his last game. I mean, he was definitely overthrowing. He was touching ninety-seven, but it did not look comfortable. And I think, like I said, if there is one guy out there that was almost due for almost like he, he Walker Buehler has talked about this in the past. How basically this is a process. It's inevitable. They're going to undergo Tommy John surgery. It's almost like 
a this scar is like a rite of passage as far as like the fraternity of pitchers when you see yeah. the scars out there right and if you're walker Buehler, you're probably saying to yourself man i kind of want to go get recalibrated so i can start the next part of my career the next chapter might as well get this done and i think that the way modern medicine is dr neil elitrotch the best in the game you would have to expect that hey, he's going to come back and look closer to the guy he was before the injury than after. So, yeah, if that's the case, you're talking about a top 10 to 15 player, and that really puts this rotation in a position where, hey, he could be a guy. Bueller said, and I don't know if it was part of that scrum he did with media or if it was part of that podcast he, he did, but he talked about the surgery. He talked about what uh, Dr. Elitrash told him, and he's like, hey, this is some of my best work ever. Yeah. So you feel like in a pretty good spot. And I, I truly believe it that this is if this is a man that wants to come back and pitch on September 1st, I think it's a reality. I really do think it's a reality. And at this point, it's kind of desperation uh, reality as well. But I will say, too, I want to ask you. And, about and, and one last thing. And no team would add a better player in September than the Dodgers if they were able to get Walker Bueller back. Oh, 100 percent. I think the question then becomes is, well, if he can't come back, will he have the command? Because sometimes guys can be on the mound, but it'll take them four to six months to get that command back. Does he have the feel for his pitches? And then you have the conversation, well, would you like him in short bursts as a high leverage guy? Go one or two innings. Can he handle that, but not being a starting pitcher? I think yeah. that's a lot to ask. I know this guy, Mamba mentality, I mean, this guy is, has a lot of pressure on himself, but still, I think that you almost have to save the athlete from themselves and kind of yeah. take it back in spurts. But, hey, September is early enough to where you get some starts under your belt. What happened? We saw Dustin May come back last year, and then we didn't even see him in the NLDS, so you kind of have the fear of that. So, yeah, we're definitely at the part where – Based on what happened with Dustin May, it's definitely a little more pressure on Walker Buehler, but I would love to see it, man. Electric. We need butane, the Buell dog, as you coined it. We need him back there on the mound as soon as possible. Need that fuel. Need that fuel if you're going to fire up uh, fire up a World Series championship. That was so bad. Cody, you got anything <laughs> for me before that. we uh, shift gears? Yeah, we have a few comments. We have uh, maybe cash considerations can pitch. I don't know oh, if that's a new oh. pitcher. No, he got traded for Trace Thompson last year, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, li he liked that one. He, he liked that one. He, he, did, he liked that one. I always liked uh, love a happy dog. We, somebody said uh, Johnny Cueto. Once he gets DFA'd, I didn't even know he was still in the league. How is Cueto I mean, doing? I'm actually kind of, I mean, no. No, I don't want Johnny Cueto, but how is Johnny Cueto? Johnny Cueto's. I got Johnny Cupcakes. I don't know what that is. A lot of oh, so this one was pretty interesting. A lot of people are saying, or I think it's just <laughs> nerds, and nerds keep saying, "What are your thoughts on the Dodgers trading for Shane Bieber?" Doug, yeah, I'm Biebs. dropping a video about of some. Course. By the you, way, I think Cueto's hurt, and his ERA is 36. Oh my goodness! I think he, but he's one game, one inning, and I believe he hurt himself. If I'm not mistaken. I think he hurt himself in his first game. Signed Mad Bum. Year. We didn't uh, hire than Cody Bellinger on 420, but. Yeah, I mean, massive bum guard. There's a reason why he's still on the street, right? If he was serviceable, teams would definitely have him already. There are going to be better options. When it comes to Shane Bieber, is he the Cy Young Award winner, the ace that we've seen in years past? He's not performing at that level. The velocity's down. The strikeouts are down. But he has pitched some gems. He could absolutely help this team. There's no doubt about that. Also, he could come in and really boost this rotation. He's matured. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I think the Dodgers could help him in a lot of ways. But, yeah, I think... They're going to have to go out there, and it's not just a Shane Bieber. I mean, we're at a point where you have to get multiple names. So, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, it's going to be – but I'm, a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm a believer, okay? Let's just multiple put Multiple names, got to be a starter, got to be a reliever. You're a believer. Got to be a, a bench bat, which we're going to get to in a second. Uh, what else you got from your um, Just to finish off the segment, Anthony Keene says, I mean, it would be cool to get Butane back, but he can only pitch one game at a time. Who's coming in out of the pen behind That's him? That's a really good point. Who's starting the other games? Call me jaded, but Walker alone ain't it. He's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, at, th at this point, you have to know that. You have to know that, like we said at the top of the show, are they going to be proactive? Are they going to be reactive? I think Shane Bieber, a lot of these guys, I think you look at the rotation moving forward. I'm thinking about next season already and that, hey, there's no guarantee they're getting Shohei Otani. There's no guarantee Julio and Kershaw are going to be back. Shane Bieber's a guy has another year of team control. So I think that's kind of how you would live with parting ways with some of these prospects, knowing you're getting a guy that's under team control for another season. It's, it's a tough spot because the Dodgers are in such a good position. Uh, on uh well not, i mean schedule wise after after the breaks and be a little rough but uh, nls wise they're right there you know they could if things go fall a certain way they could be in the lead in the nls after you know heading into the all-star break you know they're only a game and a half behind arizona at the moment um and it's tough because you you
in a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You don't expect this team to ever team to ever sell, but how uh, how knee deep do you go in on a, on such a deeply fra- a flawed roster uh, for the potential of October? And the answer is you go all the way in. That's what this team does, and they they find ways around that. But moving on, we've talked a lot of pitching. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the the bat side of things. I know you are a guy that firmly believes, and I agree that this team needs a, a righty bat with some pop. That hasn't really been Trace Thompson because that was supposed to be his role. We don't know if we're ever going to see that man again. And, you know, I mean, there's dudes that have been hurt and dudes that are not performing. Um, talk trade, talk. Uh, give me give me, some, give me, give me thoughts on this real quick. Go ahead. So, yeah, Dave Roberts, he said yesterday that it would, quote, make sense for the Dodgers to sign a right-handed bat. If you look at this season, they actually have improved a lot when it comes to hitting lefties, hitting 223, not great, but a 770 OPS, not terrible. It's top 10 in the league. But with the Chris Taylor injury, he's been dealing with a knee injury. Can you trust that he's going to come back? Even if he does, is he going to be an impact bat with the struggles that he's had over the last two seasons? I think there's no question about it. If you look at the bottom of the order, you had to go out there and get a right-handed bat. Now, here's a name. Might not be very popular, but instead of telling you the name right away, I'm going to give you his stats, give you his situation, and you tell me if you think this makes sense. You tell me if it checks off a lot of Andrew Friedman's boxes. So are first, you going to do it right this time, or are you going to tell me the name and be like, oh, man? No, I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard to sell <laughs> the name. Remember, just, just remember, don't say the don't name. Don't say though. the name. Okay. okay. Him, don't say so the name. one year, $5 million deal, an expiring contract. That's so Dodgers, right? Yes. No commitment past this season. Andrew McCutcheon. A 136 weighted runs created plus. Left field and center field. He's at nine home runs this season. Has a 928 OPS versus lefties. This sounds like a guy you want on your team, right? This is Shohei Otani. Oh, sorry. Not Shohei Otani. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham. Bro, what's going on? You don't know about Clint's the, history with Tommy Pham? Roll the clay. Hey, he Tommy called Tommy Pham an hole. Hey, I don't Where's care. Where's the lie? <laughs> hey, Tom, I, who ca- I want to win ball games, okay? Oh, uh, okay. Tommy, okay, look, I mean, there's some character. In, in, in what a thug on the team. Uh, oh, man, an 865 OPS this season for the Mets. And I think, too, if the Mets are sellers, if they're going to have what I've been calling the world's largest garage sale in New York, and you want to be sellers, I think you wouldn't make them a one-for-one move with the New York no. Mets. You would package it. David Robertson. Robertson now, David Robertson, there. a 188 ERA, a 30% strikeout rate, also 38 years old, second oldest reliever in Major League Baseball behind Jesse Chavez. A lot and of closing experience. A lot too. of closing experience. And of course, if you are the New York Mets, this guy's 38. I mean, can you expect him to come back next season? I think if you were the Mets and you were going to be buyers, they would have traded for Aroldis Chapman a long time ago. They know they need to sell. They need to sell some of these pieces. You package Tommy Pham, a David Robertson. I think it makes a ton of sense. This is not going to be 1973. You're not going to get the, you got to believe, the mighty Mets. That ain't happening. They should sell. <laughs> and I think, too, if you're the Dodgers, from their perspective, there's a couple ways you can help this team offensively. And the reality is you really are not going to find too much pop. I mean, I get people that tell me Whit Merrifield. Yeah, Whit Merrifield's great. It'd be great to have him at second base. Although, Miggy Vargas, who, could, who knows, it could turn around. Yeah. But... The shortstop position, Miguel Rojas, he's hitting with some consistency. Is go on? Let's say, didn't we just have this argument on Monday where I was like, you were you were you were hell bent. If you want the dub, you got a slug. And I was like, no, if you want the dub, you gotta get some dudes who can hit. Did, did, I, did I break you? No, absolutely. I, I will always I'm, be Slug McCain, baby. I broke you. I'm Slug McCain. I broke him. I want to hit Cody, you have to weigh in on this. Runs. I need I need your opinion. Did I break him? No, I don't think you broke him. But a ah. lot of people, a lot of people are going off on you, Doug. Saying um, uh, about the um, Tommy Pham, they I'll say take it. the slapper question mark, bro, there just was... stop. D Mac lost it. He punched Jockman, Pham the slapper. There was a family Robertson, feud. They said Robertson, yes. There was a family feud, okay, with Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. I'm just saying, if you're going out there looking for hitters family. that can help you and help this team, kind of really what I'm going for is that's the profile you want. You I, want an above know, I, average I slugger, yeah. a guy that can hit lefties. It's, 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 you've wanted, uh, you've been on the uh, Andrew McCutcheon train for a while, but this is a guy who could actually play defense and has a little bit of athleticism left in the tank, as were Kutch does not. Yeah. So I, I can see the fam, and I agree with that profile. I am not a Tommy Pham guy. I do not, I, I'm not a fan of the fam. 
But right, I do like dubs. What's good, fam? What do you got for me, Cody? Uh, we have. Uh, oh, sorry, I have one more. Or this. I before I get to something, I want to ask desperate. you guys. Uh, I don't know. Says, don't worry, Freeman will pass up. Great pitching again to sign another Joey Gallo type. Ooh. Joey, Joey. Oh, yes, Papa. And then we'll sugar, get to the no super papa. chat right oh. now. Damn, Doug's got skills. Kevin Yuha says, why aren't we talking about acquiring Lane Thomas from the Nats? One-year deal, only $2 million, and he's raking. Yeah, I mean, the uh -huh. Nats are Nats are pretty interesting. I mean, that's a team that, of course, natural trade partners with the Dodgers. We Nat know that. Ural. Yeah, and Nats yeah, Ural. Nats been he's been phenomenal this season. Hitting over 300, he can slug 14 home runs. I think that's a guy that you want to target as well, plays outfield. So he's another guy who's on my list. Um, Mark Canna for the Mets. I mean, above average bat, doesn't rake against lefties. But these are the kind of guys you're looking for. I mean, you bring up a great point is that you're looking for guys, short-term deals, not long-term commitment, unless you're going all in. But yeah, I mean, he's another great option too. I mean, he's a young player. So yeah, I definitely would not be opposed to that at all. Also, he's absolutely destroying left-handed pitching this season. Has an OPS over 1,100 with seven bombs. So yeah, it's another great fit. And uh, I think Adam Duvall is another name too. I think you look at too. I mean, I was big on Duvall in the offseason. Yeah, you definitely were. You definitely were. And Duvall, not as far as batting average, hitting 252, five bombs, but three away versus lefties. He can play above average defense. He's a veteran. He's been on winning teams in the past, but. Yeah, the kind of the the whole approach here as far as the calculus goes is I'm looking at the outfield because the outfield brings what the Dodgers need as far as another bat, as far as a guy that can bring power, but also batting average. And yes, defensively, you're going to have a below average defender at their base if you keep Max Muncy there and above average defender at short. Second base, Vargas has improved. Will he be there? I mean, at this point with his production, I'm not singing the Vargas song tonight. OK, I won't sing that song. But I will say, breaking news. Look, I, I look. I'm always a. Hey, I believe in the meritocracy. Right? You're not going to just throw guys out there yeah. and destroy his confidence. At some point, would you be better served them. of having a veteran there? Right. I mean, would you have be better served having a guy that you can trust in that spot? And I think the Dodgers, second half of the season, they're going to be weighing development versus win now. If they can't pull off these yeah. trades, if they're not willing to part ways with these prospects, they're going to look at all this and saying, hey, we just have to develop. I mean, the sooner, the more games they play, the more at-bats they have, the more innings they throw, the closer they're going to be guys to that can actually contribute and be impact guys in the future. I got a name to throw at you guys. I know we're ending or close to the end of the show, but a lot of people were saying, and it's a pretty big name, Nelson Cruz. Interested? No, no. not really. Of course not. It just doesn't fit. He's a DH. There's a reason the Padres. Yeah, I'm saying what the hey. The, 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 the entire reason the Padres released him, they didn't want to necessarily. He's a great clubhouse guy, great veteran, has a track record to go with it, but he offered zero versatility. So there's zero place for him to play because they already have that guy. They have JD Martinez, who, by the way, is one of the best sluggers in baseball. So love Nelly. I've been on the Nelly train since 2018 doing this show. Uh, when I brought it to this fine establishment, yeah, and they but were in on. They were in on. It's not Nelson Cruz season. Like it's no more. We literally this saw is their him. chat. I'm just the host of it. I no, mean, we're not yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Yelling on, man. at no, he, them to you. No, nah, man, he's he's he still <laughs> probably prints out his map quest. I mean, this guy is old. Okay, I even bro, I know map quest. Bro, he's got a Thomas guide. Get it right. He's got Thomas guide. Yeah. edition. No, I wasn't even a thought. No, yet. I mean, come on now, like. <laughs> I think the thing about Nelson Cruz is it's just not a natural fit in the sense that yeah. you have an all-star DH right now. You had just dingers. And, of course, even if you were to make him an outfielder, David Peralta has been one of the best ben hitters Benny. in the game since the beginning of June. Yeah. I like David Peralta there for an extended period of time. I think the center field spot, James Alvin, he's hitting again. Jason Hayward, just when you think he might slip, pulls together like a two- or three-hit game, hitting the ball hard. You're Ooh. not going to say no to that. So I think the outfield spot, like you said, we talked about on the Monday show, is Mookie Betts, that's your best defender. He's in right field. He is going to be playing right field in significant games, but I think you're going to mix around. I think he's at shortstop again tonight. So he likes that. He's engaged there. So, yeah, Nelson Cruz doesn't make a ton of sense. No, he doesn't. And, and think of this. Ten years ago, Nelson Cruz was a bad a bad uh, outfield defender. Yeah, no, for <laughs> and sure. And lost his, helped lose his team a World Series in 2011. So 12 years ago. Uh, he's not the answer at, at all. 
Uh, this team needs more versatility and honestly doesn't need outfield help, in my opinion. It needs second or short or third. One of those spots needs to be improved. He knows third base legit was teammates with Kenny Lofton, man. <laughs> All right, and we—I mean, Kenny Lofton is my guy. Like one of my Dude, favorite that, players. It, that's like you can get—you can get probably maybe a, from that four degrees of separation to get to the year nineteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In terms of the amount of dudes that that uh, those guys played with, you know, we talked a little bit about the the Chris Taylor situation and and you know some of the things Dave mentioned. What do you think the rest of this season looks like for Chris Taylor? And then we'll take a couple more comments and then we'll get out of here. We started late. Appreciate you guys figuring out when we're going live. Things happen today. So, again, uh, put a, put an F in the chat for uh, for Cody for for showing up and, and uh, saving the day because he's a hero. Another one? We have a super chat before. Uh, am I on? Yeah, I am on. Yeah, yeah, Michael Carrillo, uh, before we get to the next part, he You're said wrong. Nick. Uh, Michael Carrillo said Nick Senzel. Uh, is a better third base than Muncie. I mean, Clint's yeah. a better third baseman than Max no, Muncie. Wow. The no, that is playing. rude. No, look, I love me some Max Muncie, and Shout I think you, Max. defensively, I've always <laughs> said, I mean, Max Muncie could be a gold glove for first baseman that slugs that hits over 30 home runs, right? I mean, he hasn't been the same since 2021. Nick Senzel, though, yeah, he's a guy. Oh, wow. He hits OPS. I think I've talked to this guy in the chat a few times about Nick Senzel. He's not as hot as he was earlier in the year as far as his OPS is sub-700 at this point. But defensively, sure, no question about it. Also, he plays multiple positions, too. But kind of getting back to Chris Taylor, yeah. I will say I'm not down on Chris Taylor like a lot of people are. I'm really not. I mean, he's still close to league the average. eternal optimist. I mean, it's not that I'm, this is the thing. I think that the thing with Chris. He, yeah, his his versus, or his value has been all slug related. So it makes sense why you'd be in on him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> he I mean, wants the dub. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, so far this season, 11 home runs and 182 plate appearances last year, 10 home runs and 454 plate appearances. And for him, it's just about getting healthy because, I mean, you never know when you're going to get Ock Taylor, right? I mean, he could be yeah. the coldest player, doesn't know how, like, how to baseball. It looks like he's destined for just DFA action or something like that. But then all of a sudden, he catches fire and he finds rhythm and he can carry you. That is how hot he can get. We're talking about a guy on a three-home run game in an NLCS, okay? We're talking about a guy who had a walk-off shot in the wild card game. But for him, really, it's just about getting healthy. I mean, the knee stuff, I mean, the way he hurt his knee, running there to first base. I mean, I think you're starting to see kind of the knick-knack injuries and he's a gamer he's tough he wants to be out there on the field but i mean it does he have that chris army knife value to this team anymore feels like he's pretty much primarily an outfielder unless you throw him in there maybe 20 percent of the time in the infield yeah he's been infield doing a little short doing doing some third base and uh you know in his absence you're seeing a lot more mookie at short and and that's i mean that's work that's good mookie is a phenomenal athlete and He's probably the best shortstop uh, total package on this team currently. I have a but, question for you, though. Yeah. I mean, you look at that contract, four years, 60 million, right? We're calling him the, the modern day Ben Zobrist. I mean, he's still above, he's below average for his second year. And we're in year two of that four year contract. And yeah, he was great in 2021. A 113 WRC plus made the all star team, had the walk off shot, Ock Taylor. But I think you might look back and say, this is an L of a contract if he doesn't turn things around for Andrew Friedman. I think even the Pollock contract is better than this. Shape of an L uh -huh. on his forehead. Well, yes, I did. By the way, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said uh, F in the chat for Cody because we're seeing a few F, F Cody's in there. So, oh, gosh. So I'll come up with another le uh, letter next time. Come on, guys. Scale it <laughs> 1 to 10. How much do you want Tommy Fam? <laughs> I mean, I'm again. No, I'm just I'm talking about Chris Forgive and forget, you know, sort of thing. He doesn't watch his show. Like, all you got to say is if you guys want the dub, you've got to slug. Appreciate the love here from Maddie Man 5 Dodge, by the way. He says, I'm serious. The show is way better than anything on ESPN or MLB Network. Appreciate the love, guys. That does mean a lot to us to hear it. Just all baseball show. I drink to that, but I finished my drink. Uh, could be an all baseball show. Mash the the comments below if you want that to happen. And when we get to seventy five thousand subscribers on YouTube, Doug is going to do double shoey. Double shoey? You I'm down. down. He's, like he, we're going to go live on IG, and he'll take each and every one of the employees that here at DN and do a shoey with their own and shoe. I'll, you know, and I'll, and I'll no, do it out of his awful. shoe. <laughs> I'm going to do it out of his shoe. That's uh, that's, the Clay that's, Kershaw yeah, signature no, Skechers. I'm going to do it out of that's his awesome. case. Yeah. That's a, or that's some really interesting when you talked about that on Mookie's podcast. Oh, I know. For sure. That's great. For sure. Wait, what happened? 
Oh, by the way, people are Kershaw asking for the Manta. You guys, are, I mean, I've got oh, some people. it's retired for right now. Yeah. Retired, yeah, 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 yeah. No uh, shout out to our friends at uh, Manta Sleep, though. Shout, shout out, shout out to our friends. Yeah, I mean, uh, if the code is still active, DN twenty twenty three. Check it out. Shout out to hear the entire pitching staff is injured. Yeah, just put them all in the sixty day IL. Just get over with. No, look, I mean, that'd be fun. It's that'd tough be times. It's definitely tough times. I mean, a massive blows. Really, no way to spin it in any positive way. So it's definitely something this organization is going to have to deal with for sure. So we got a couple more weeks until the uh, the trade deadline. We got a couple days until the All-Star break. We will be here live on Monday for a pre, I guess it's going to be a home run derby show. I guess we got to kind of figure that one out. Stay tuned to our social media. Usually we're a lot better at updating when the show is going to go live. Uh, on our social media, but uh, there were some issues today. Everything just kind of went cattywampus, as old folks like I say. But <laughs> guys, appreciate you surviving with us and making it here, making it this far. Find us on the internet, dodgersnation.com. Find us on the internet at insidethedodgers.com. We got you covered on the Dodgers everywhere, every shape, every form, probably, because we're also on podcast on the iTunes, on the Blue Heaven. Just check that everywhere. Uh, search Blue Heaven Podcast, and you're going to find us. Subscribe to YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Hit the bell, leave a like, leave a comment, comment on every video. It helps us out in the algorithm, and then we can get to 75,000K shoeies. No super chat, but screw it. Just, just for the music. Now we're definitely getting Yeah, we're now we're definitely getting yeah, most definitely. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the questions. Thank you so much for the super chats. We really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us, and we will see you on Monday. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.